Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Saka Sato. And this is the show where we force our interests upon one another. What was that name again? Saka? Okay, cool. Great. Um, so Saka, what are we talking about today? Today, in our inaugural, is it inaugural? I don't know if it's inaugural. In no. our first episode of, of season two, we will be breaking down the upcoming 2020 slates of Marvel Phase 4. Ayo, And there are four different projects to talk about. This will be the first time ever that Marvel releases four projects in one year. So we're going to bring them all to you today. First of all, I would like to say that even though we've taken an extended break between seasons one and season two, Jasmine and I are really excited to be putting out new content, and we have lots of fun ideas about what we're going to do going forward. So thank you all, those of you who stayed with us, and to our new listeners, thank you for choosing us, and feel free to go back and check out season one because there was some good stuff there. Uh, Yes, thank you for choosing us as your podcast uh, supplier. No, what's fuck? Your podcast provider. Yeah, like a health provider. Guy, I had a good idea and it's nope. It's, ah, I messed it up. That's how season two started. That's how it. That was my great idea. Hey, look, I we were on, we took a vacation. You know, like I had to, I had to sunbathe and shave my legs. You know, the things you never have time for. Yes. So all that being said, we are starting off today with. Marvel Phase 4. So when we last left off with you, you'll remember that our last episode we talked about was our review of Avengers Endgame. Well, there was a pretty big lull there. Spider-Man Far From Home did come out, and we'll probably give a review of that at some point in the future. But there's been a pretty significant just, you know, like, lull in between Marvel's, like, projects here. Yeah, we're just kind of chilling. We're just kind of waiting, man, you know? And then there was the whole Tom Holland... Gate is he will he will he not Sony will they will they not and maybe we'll talk about that maybe we won't but if you if you are a fan of Marvel you know what we're talking about so now that was all that happened now we're talking about what's next what's coming up yes with Disney Plus coming out it seems as though Marvel is really going crazy now so while 2020 has four projects and that's more than they've done in any other year it will also be the least number of projects that they do in a year going forward because going forward it sounds like they're gonna have anywhere between like seven to eight projects a year yeah which is pretty nutty and i mean like for this year what it's two of the disney plus shows and two movies movies so like they're really only expanding if you get disney plus um no actually even in the movie side they're putting out four movies a year which before oh. they were only putting out three movies a year. So now they're putting out four movies a year plus multiple Disney Plus shows, which they have said that the Disney Plus shows will tie directly into the story, which they're basically making you get Disney Plus. Because if you don't, then you won't know the entire story. Isn't that great? They own everything. They do. But we all kind of signed up for this when we did not protest the fact that Disney bought everything at once. When they bought Marvel, when they bought 
you know, Fox when they bought everything, Star Wars, so yeah. on and so forth. So here we are in this Disney Plus world. So let's talk about what's coming out in 2020. The first thing that's on the docket is Black Widow coming out in May of 2020. Scarlett Johansson finally getting her own movie after spending a decade watching all of her male counterparts get trilogies and she yeah, couldn't get no a sniff shit. at a single solo movie. And she had to literally die. She to had get to wait movie. like three movies <laughs> just to even get decent writing. Like, come on, man. I don't know. I liked her in, in the Winter Soldier movie. I was I was exaggerating. Um, that first movie, she got, like, nothing, though. Yeah, she didn't really get too much in Iron Man 2. That was more just like, look how hot Scarlett Johansson is. Man, we got a hot girl <laughs> superhero. We found one. We found one in the Marvel universe that we want to use. Basically. Like, yeah. Pretty lame, but whatever. They're trying. We get it. Um, but, uh, so yeah. There, she gets her own movie. That's pretty dope. And it's kind of looks, it looks pretty good. Um, I, I mean, obviously, since she never got much dialogue and, you know, she was a secret assassin spy, Mabob, like, duh, we know nothing about her family. So I think it's kind of going to be cool to see her in a family dynamic. Um, like, oh, she had a sister. We never knew. Oh, she's got a dad who doesn't seem like he belongs in this movie. Great. Um, I think that's her dad, right? We don't actually know that that's her dad. But it looks like it, right? He says, like, the whole family's back together. That could be anything. That could be a brother. Um, brother? No way. He's too old to be a brother. What do you mean? I've seen siblings be ten years apart. I have a sister who's nine years younger than me. Yeah, no, that's true. I I still think he's the dad. Because there's also someone who looked like they probably were a mom at the table. Um... But agree to disagree. We'll find out. We will find out. Um, but no, I think I think it'll be pretty cool. I do agree that the the questionable male character. Do you know anything about that character in the universe or? Um. So from what I understand, which is very vague information at this point, that male character who's played by that actor who's on Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Things. Don't know his name off the top. Feel of like a jerk for not knowing. I like that actor a lot. Uh, I believe he's supposed to be like, like. The Captain America version of, like, Russia. So, like, Captain Soviet Union, almost. Weird. I don't actually... That's not That's not the actual name, so don't quote me on that. Captain not, Soviet Union. That's not the actual name, but that's basically what the character is. Like, they made, like, a Captain version of Russia and of America and of Britain. There's also a Captain Britain in Marvel <laughs> Comics. I don't think he's ever going to make it to the they, um, Actually, big we're talking about putting him in a movie. Really? Yeah. Captain Britain? I think they're trying to capitalize on that UK market. All they have is Benedict Cumberbatch right now. I guess they have Tom Holland. They got lots of British fucks. They, they, they're fine. Yeah. But they are a little behind on everything. They just got Drag Race. So, I mean, like, I bet they do feel left out. Um... Sorry, not to hijack into the drag race conversation. I hijacked it. Suck it. Um, okay, so yeah. He, I like him as an actor. I, it seems like he's going to bring the comic relief, which it doesn't really seem like a movie that needs comic relief. Like, badass spy Russian kicking ass assassin sisters kicking their butts. Like That's all you need for the movie, right? Well, typically speaking... I knew a lot about each one of these movies before going in, just like the premise of who the characters were and who the antagonist is and so on and so forth. I can honestly tell you, I don't know what to expect from this movie. I don't know who the villain is right now. I'm not even sure what time period this is in. I think Fair point. I think that this is supposed to be after the events of Civil War. So like right after like um, 
you know, Black Widow, like, betrayed, like, the government after she said that she was going to help them find Captain America. She betrayed them, and then she had to go on the run. So oh. I think that this is supposed to take place during that time period where maybe she went back to Russia to be on the run from the U.S. government. Or could it take place before any of her Avengers shit ever even happened? No, I don't no? think so. No, I'm pretty sure they said this was going to be taking place, like, after, like, after the first Avengers movie oh, at the very okay. least. See, I didn't know that. Um... You know what? I wonder how sick Scarlett Johansson gets of her hair changing 12 times in every single movie she does. Well, I don't know. I think in the previous movies, I think she was getting paid somewhere along the lines of like five or six million dollars to make these like small appearances in the Avengers movies. And I think for the solo movie, she's getting over 20 million. So I think it's okay now. She must be doing okay. If someone tells me they're going to give you an extra 14 million dollars, but you got to change your hair again, I think you're going to set the appointment. Which brings to my other point, which is that all her actual hair and they do like cut and dye and extension everything because it looks very natural or is that just the dopest fucking wig you've ever seen? Don't know, but this is the quality content that we bring you here on Flip It and Reverse It. (laughs) Is that a wig or hair? So we don't really know what's going to happen with this movie, but there are rumblings right now that they're already considering a sequel, which... You know, it begs the question about how they're going to do that when she died in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, unless it's just like a prequel sequel. It's just, they're just going to keep going back in time. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll find out, to be determined. Are you, what is your excitement level, one through five? Um, I, I'm not really that into, like, spy movies in general. Like, James Bond, that kind of stuff has never really got me that, like, excited about anything. But, I mean... Scarlett Johansson, she, I think she really proved herself to me as a character and actress in the uh, Infinity War saga, I guess you would call it. So I think she intrigued me more in those two movies than she ever had before, so I'm at least interested to see it. I know I like that one actor, dude. Um, and so I, I guess I'd give it mm, four. Four. Okay. Yeah, I think the one through ten scale is probably better. Yeah, okay. On a one through ten, I'd give it like a seven. Okay. I'm giving it a six. Ooh. I almost said five. I was watching this trailer again just now, and I was thinking to myself, a little unfair, because I'm sure this probably applies for most trailers, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, would I even be excited by this if I couldn't hear the music? Because the music is dope, okay? Yeah, that's true. I was getting really hyped by the music, but I was just like, there's just not really... I just don't know what's happening right now. Like, I don't know what yeah. the conflict is. So I don't, I don't know, like, what the stakes are. I guess I just don't feel as educated about the movies I usually do going into these movies. Because normally speaking, this MCU is a giant story. And yeah. so every movie tells you about what's happening in the next movie. And so this is a brand new chapter with brand new shit. This is the first Phase 4 movie, which is going to lay the groundwork for the rest of Phase 4, so we know nothing about this. This is a brand new story. Well, and it's also interesting because it's like, okay, so it's, it's, we're plopping it in the middle of the MCU timeline. So we're not advancing the plot, we're just filling in a little bit of blanks that probably doesn't really affect anything anyways. Which is what the first Captain America movie did, and the same thing with Captain Marvel. True. Yeah, whenever there's a captain in a movie, they gotta go back. (laughs) We gotta explain. We gotta get expositional, baby. We have to go back. So that's our thoughts on Black Widow. Yes. Yes, the very first thing coming out in 2020. So the second thing we have to talk about 
is the next project coming out. And this is actually when we go into the Disney Plus world, which mm-hmm. the next thing that's supposed to come out probably either August or September of 2020, we're looking at the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. So this show is going to pick up with those two characters, obviously. And from what we understand right now, it's going to pick up after Endgame. So we'll be in the present time, finally. And from the sounds of it, if you've all seen Avengers Endgame, if you haven't, then I just spoiled it by telling you that, you know, that Black Widow dies. So, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> so going forward now, um, if what you saw at the end of Endgame was that Captain America passed on his shield to Falcon, making him the new Captain America. So this show is going to pick up with Falcon becoming Captain America and Bucky, essentially the Winter Soldier, being, I guess, like, you know, like they're a one-two tandem. From, and also from what we understand is that, you know, Thunderbolt Ross, the kind of the, the main dickhead that we all saw in <laughs> Captain America Civil War, who won the lockup Captain America. What a jerk. This guy believes that the shield and the title of Captain America belongs to the U.S. government. Not something that can just be passed down from one person to the next. So it seems as though that will be a central conflict in this show. See, here's the thing, Okay. He's just wanting to get a patent pending on that fucking vibranium shield. He's just a little greedy government man. You can't just, like, say you own a person's identity and their their character. That's, that's so stupid. I mean, freaking Anthony Mackie, well, I mean Falcon, sorry, that's not his real name. He's gonna have technology to do whatever the hell he wants no matter what. Are they just saying he can't wear the costume? They just want that freaking shield. They just want the vibranium. And look, we're already talking to Wakanda, and now they're part of the union, and they're going to share their shit. So maybe you just go ask the Wakandans for the vibranium. Why do you care? Why do you care, Thunderboy, about the shield? Why do you care? That's the only thing. That's the only thing that well, makes Captain America Captain America, right? Maybe they don't America, want right? the vibranium. Maybe they just don't want someone else running around with the title. Maybe he's still all mad about vigilantes and stuff. Like, yeah, the but Sokovian like... The Sokovian Accords. Because that never really got resolved. No, and I mean, like, he lost his guy, Iron Man was his dude, so, uh, I just, I don't know. That storyline never really got resolved, because Civil War happened, yeah. and then we pick back up all these characters, and Thanos is invading the planet, and then all that stuff happens, and then you, and then we end with Endgame, but if you really think about it, the whole Sokovian Accords, and the yeah. governments of the world being upset that the Avengers even exist, that storyline never got resolved. So I wouldn't be surprised if that storyline still exists. Yeah, what kind of dickhead says, hey, thanks for saving half of the population of the world. Now, you can't do it again? Like, they just saved half the people. They, they unsnapped. You can't, you can't be, like, putting regulations on that shit now. Clearly, they're good people. You would think, but we'll see. Time will tell. It seems like they're also bringing back the, I guess, you know, it's hard to think of him as the main villain, Zemo, the guy from Civil War, because he played such a really (laughs) strange role that a bunch of random things have to really go his way for him to get the outcome he was trying to do. going to trick them all into fighting each other. And it's going to work out perfectly. Yeah, that was my entire plan, is that I would use... One event to subtly change everybody's opinions about each other. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So now he comes back, and he's supposed to get his iconic mask that he had in the Marvel comic. Um, Which is... It's a choice. It's a purple pullover. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that'll be fun and interesting. It's a face Keeney. Yeah. So <laughs> he's going to be the villain of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And apparently he's going to have some biological weapon that he's going to try to unleash on the planet. and Chemical warfare type thing. And Falcon and Winter Soldier have to just go around and try to stop this guy. Unclear. 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 <laughs> but I'm going to make a bold prediction. Ooh, make a bold prediction. Go for it. I think that at the end of this show, that Falcon is actually going to pass on the title of Captain America to the Winter Soldier. I don't. Probably. Bro- like, how boring is that? You get you get one one shot? That's... Not really. Oh, is he going to be dying? Or, like, what's going to be the reason? Is Not- he just like, oh, I don't want to do it? Not really. I think when you think about this, let's break this down for a quick second here. So, Hold up. Before we do that, I have one other thing to say. Okay, so we have Winter Soldier and Falcon in a movie together. That is like, you know what's never worked? When I tried to introduce my friends to each other, and then they became friends. It never works. Is they even going to have chemistry? Captain America's just like, hey, you two, I'm going to die. Go be friends. I want to make sure my friends are friends. You know, that's, chemistry, right? that's only not worked for you. I mean, I've had a friend, I mean, I had a friend of mine introduce me to another friend and now me and that friend are more friends than me and the other guy were originally. Hmm. So maybe it just doesn't work for you. I might just be a bitch. Anyway. So what I was going to say before was that when you really think about it, these Disney Plus shows are going to be between like six to eight episodes, basically being an hour a pop. So... It's the equivalent to having six to eight hours worth of information, which if you really break it down with these other Marvel movies, movies. exactly. That's the whole point. The point is that they're getting their own trilogies, but they're being in this form. Mm. So they're not getting any less screen time than the other actors did in their movies. Just a little less money and a little less production budget. Or, you know, take it or leave it, right? Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, do you want the job or not? Listen, Bucky, you weren't going to get a fucking feature film, okay? You're either taking this this picture, you're either taking this, you know, TV show, or you're taking nothing. Exactly. I'd take this. Oh, yeah. So... Any anyway. opportunity. Yeah, and It'd it sounds right like... next to Aladdin and Lion King. And it sounds like they're really spending a lot of money on these episodes. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, from what I was hearing, they were spending somewhere in the neighborhood of like $15 million an episode. Whew. Ouch. So, similar budget to the movies when you really break, break it down. Damn. Um, so, anyway, with that being said, what is your overall interest level to see the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Um... I am, I don't know, no one's, they haven't told us anything about the freaking movie. There's not even a real trailer. So I'm going to give it like a two. Or out of, out of ten, maybe a, maybe a four. Four out of ten. I don't, I don't know anything about the show yet. I really like these two actors. I feel like they're going to have great chemistry together on screen. I am definitely giving it a 6.5. They don't have good chemistry off screen. So I will. Awkward interview. I'm anticipating good things. I think this will be a good thing. And you gave it a six? 6.5. That's not giving it, that's not this will be a good thing. That means I am tepidly interested. It's a good thing in my book. Oh my God. <laughs> Such high standards he has. And we'll uh. be back in one moment after break. Hello everyone. Sakasato here. Bringing you a quick little... What we call this between the scenes. A, a brief intermission. Yes. So we're going to take a couple of minutes here for you to otherwise known as get to know your host. 
Uh, this week is called the Jasmine Edition. Hey yo. So I'm gonna be asking Jasmine five questions, agree or disagree, and we're gonna see where she falls on these questions, okay? Are you ready, Jasmine? I'm ready, or where I stand up on these questions. Ooh. Boom. So, first question, agree or disagree? Pineapple goes on pizza. No, it doesn't. I hate your question. I hate everything about it. Stop it, and never again. Next. Uh, you didn't say one of the words. It's, no, of course it doesn't go on pizza. I disagree. Ah, there's the word we were looking for, ding. Oh my gosh. Hey, in the, you know, it's, Alex Trebek is leaving Jeopardy soon. We're trying to honor him. You have, to, you have to say we the- We should have DVR'd that. You got to answer the question correctly. It's like Project Runway all over again. You can't just replace the hosts and think it's gonna be the same show. Agree or disagree? Nutella is overrated. Yeah, it is totally agree. It's totally overrated. It's, Tell us it's, more. It's like it's like peanut butter and chocolate, and you're like, oh, I want I want chocolate, but maybe like a lame version of chocolate. But or you're like, ooh, I want peanut butter, but like a weird sweet version. It's gross. It doesn't. I don't get it. You know, there's no peanut butter in Nutella. No, right? but it's in be it's somewhere in between peanut butter and chocolate. I know what it is. It, there's no peanut butter in it. I know, but it tastes kind of like no, the peanut buttery chocolate. It's a spread. Peanut butter's a spread. It's hazelnut. I know, peanut <laughs> hazelnut. Oh, similarity. Peanuts aren't nuts. They're legumes. Oh my god, <laughs> get out of here with your you no. Agree, agree or disagree? Jesus. A hot dog is a sandwich. It's not a sandwich, okay? Disagree. No. Oh, okay. That's the word. I'm not sure where that comes from, but you know, someone somewhere was considered. To... It's not a sandwich. Sandwich, you go bread, meat, bread. It's a hot There's dog. a hot dog. <laughs> the bread goes all the way around. All right, you're gonna start saying calzones are sandwiches. We can debate that another time. A very day. great argument, and I win. Agree or disagree, a two and a half hour movie is too long. Nah, I disagree. It's not too long. You barely ever get all the plot into even a two and a half hour movie. I, I, this is the age of TV series. We want depth. We want more. Two and a half is like minimum. If I see a movie that's hour and a half long, I'm gonna automatically assume that it's rushed and has a shitty plot. Boom, done. All right, last but not least, Strip clubs are a waste of money. Agree or disagree? Oh, uh... From a woman's perspective. I think the strip clubs... I disagree. They are not a waste of money. Uh, those girls work hard, and they gotta make their goddamn money. So go support those girls. They got really straight, really, really great upper body strength, and that's not easy. And you know what? It's not easy to pop your titties out either. So I, I disagree. Strip clubs are a great way for a young woman to make money. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. We will have more questions in the future for Jasmine in our edition of Getting to Know Your Host. Hey! So thank you so much. We'll be right back. Welcome back from break, everyone. Thank you so much for being with us. As always, Flip and Reverse the Crew is back for the second half of our entertainment for today. So the other two projects coming out in 2020 are, once again, one movie and one Disney Plus show. The movie, we'll start with first, because I believe that's going to be coming out in November, early November of this year, of 2020, uh, is The Eternals. Yes. So, The Eternals 
it would seem, is also, once again, I feel like I'm, like, totally not in the know right now. But The Eternals seems to be another movie that somewhat might be set in the past. We're not entirely sure right now. These Eternals, essentially, if you remember, for our real Marvel fans out there, you remember watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Now, Peter's dad was what they called a celestial. And that's mm-hmm. why he had all those crazy powers. So what we understand is that the Celestials are the most powerful beings in all of Marvel's universe. And it seems as though about 30,000 years ago, they came to Earth and they experimented on the early human population. And they infused some of their powers with the early humans. And they created what we know to be the Eternals. Yeah. It's all very confusing. It is, but <laughs> I'm interested in figuring out more. So they have a really eclectic cast that they've, you know, um, got for this movie right now. So I think, um, you know, on this, well, we're going to try to figure out exactly who's in their cast while we're talking here, but... Can you believe Peter fucking gave up all that celestial power, by the way, while we're talking about celestials? Crazy. Well, I mean... Gamora apparently was a really interesting pull for him. He was like, well, I got a girlfriend, so I can't really be (laughs) going out there and killing people all the time. Right. Yeah, so it would seem as though these Eternals are essentially immortal because they've been alive for 30,000 years. Oh, I'm sorry. Technically, let me back up for a second. They reincarnate. Yeah, they, they're um, like a Hawkeye, Hawk girl situation. Not yeah. Hawkeye. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk girl. people. Yeah, in yeah, the DC like that universe. kind of situation. Yeah, so when they die, they reincarnate, and it sounds like it takes them a while for them to get their memory backs. No, once... I don't know if that's every time. I think that's just this one particular, so there's apparently there's this Neil Gaiman um, series, and at the end of that series, they lost their memory. So it's it's just a one off thing. So we don't I we never watched that series. We don't know why they lost their memory, but the theory is that they lost their memory. So they're just kind of roaming around like normal people, and then one of them is going to start remembering and die, and then get their memory all the way back and like kind of corral the rest together. Right. And so apparently this movie is going to be tasked with explaining who the Eternals are, why exactly they're so powerful. Why weren't they helping in the past if they are so they powerful? Are. Where'd they been? And it sounds like they're also going to set up the next big villain. Because, you know, like, if you think back to the early Avengers movie, the very first one, they referenced Thanos, like, in that okay. movie, which technically was the fifth movie in the MCU. It sounds like what they're saying now is that they're going to set up their big bad villain for this arc much sooner than that. So it seems like we might get our our eventual big bad villain in this movie, The Eternals. I hope it's kind of similar to, like, the first time we see Thanos and it's just all the Celestials, like, hanging out on a moon rock having tea and they're like, oh, we should probably check up on that Earth, huh? (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been there in a while. Yeah, no, we got distracted. What with all those TV shows coming out? (laughs) So hopefully it's really, like, simple and, like, the actual villain of the show is, what, this Agatha Chico? What's her name? Oh, no, you're thinking of the next show. Oh, God, about. it's so hard. Things are so complicated. Right. We don't uh, really know. We There's apparently a group of people called the Deviants. Oh, like bad boy Eternals. Yeah, I think. We don't Maybe. really know a whole lot yet. To be honest with you, I saw the cast, and the cast looks like the most politically correct thing that you could put <laughs> together 
Um, True. For one cast. I mean, you have... And random. Yeah, I mean, Angelina Jolie, I've liked her and not liked her over the years, but she's definitely yeah. the, like, the big name that they got for this, as well as like uh, Selma Hayek. And... and then you have freaking Kumail, who is a comedian, so that's an interesting choice. That is an interesting pull. And they also, I guess, got uh, the first character ever who um, has, I guess, like um, a physical Im- impediment. They have someone, they have a, a a deaf actress playing a deaf character in the MCU. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, so definitely something that you've never, I've, I've never seen that before. So that'll be an interesting kind of adaptation on screen. Yeah, no, very diverse, very interesting, very cast. A bunch of people, like some known, some unknown, and they're like all from different genres of film generally. Right, it sounds like The Eternals was a comic book, kind of like some of the Guardians of the Galaxy where there wasn't really a whole lot of issues put out. So it sounds like we're going to get something pretty original because there's just not even a whole lot of comic book content to back up this story. So I'm going to start off myself. I'm going to say that my interest level is right around a five for this. I just have no idea what to expect. I don't know a whole lot about the Eternals, but, you know, going through the first 23 Marvel movies, I would say that 18 of the 23 were at least above average movies. Yeah. So I'm gonna err on the side. <laughs> or, of, what? I'm gonna err on the side of optimism here and say that I think this will probably be a good movie, but I just don't know. I don't know what to be excited about just yet. What about you? You know, I I like I, I like some of the cast. I'm excited about some of the cast. So, uh, and it seems like there will be at least some badass, interesting new powers revealed with these eternal peeps, and maybe they'll have some interesting powers that we haven't seen before. So I'm going to give it like a six. Why not? All right. So we're just going to move right on along. The next project that's coming out to end 2020 is going to be WandaVision. So I have a lot of feelings about this potential show. This will be on Disney Plus, And apparently there's going to be a lot of different things going on in this show. Uh, first thing to know is that for those of you out there who like Benedict Cumberbatch, who like Doctor Strange 2. We're just going to jump into the future a little bit here. Doctor Strange 2 is a movie that we haven't touched on yet, but that will come out in May of 2021. And they have directly said that to understand what's happening in that movie, you have to watch WandaVision. So for those of you out there who think that you can get away with not watching Disney Plus and watch these movies, you're wrong. You're basic. Exactly. So... WandaVision. Oh, Lord. Yes. What the hell is it? Is it? What is it? It's so, so confusing. It's a sitcom, but then it's also an action movie, and it introduces the multiverse while also being funny, and these guys are still alive, and we don't know what time it is, and the kid is an adult, so it's gotta be in the future, right? Or did she fuck everything up? It's very confusing. It's got a weird-ass cast. Yes. That's what I think. Okay, so she is obviously really flustered. We were watching YouTube videos about each one of these things before we made this podcast. So she got bombarded with a lot of information. Let me try to break some of this down for you. I don't like it. WandaVision is supposed to pick up after Endgame. And for those of you who saw Infinity War, you saw that Vision got killed by Thanos. And that broke little Wanda Maximoff's heart. Now... Kevin Foggy, the guy who runs all of Marvel, has recently come out and said that as of right now, that Wanda Maximoff is actually the strongest character in the MCU. Who? 
Wanda, Scarlet Witch. Oh, is she? Yes, even more so than Captain Marvel. Oh. So, it would seem that we're really well, she sure gonna... could have done a lot more work then. Well, actually, if you remember Endgame... Uh, she did she... some good stuff. Well, she was going to kill Thanos until Thanos had to basically... You know, say, you know, he has to had his ship, like, you know, like, destroy everything in order to get her off of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's pretty cool. She's so, pretty cool. So we're going to see her powers really expanded here. Um, they're basically going to tie into why exactly she is called the Scarlet Witch. I guess in the comic book, she has these crazy, like, chaos magic powers, which allow her to alter reality itself. And so we're going to see that happening in this show. Which is where the weird, apparently, the weird 50s sitcom thing goes, is her just, like, basically creating an ideal reality for herself. Right, where Vision never never died, and they have children, and they live in a place together, the two of them. And then I I guess at some point it's going to go back into the present. I guess it kind of seems like it's maybe like Flashpoint, you know, in a way. I'm sorry, I keep tying DC into this, but we watch a lot of DC as well. So maybe it's kind of like Flashpoint in the way that's like, okay, so Scarlet Witch is just so distraught that she decides to fuck all of time and reality up just so she can get her little happy ending, and then finally accidentally sees what's going on in the real world and is like, oh, crap, I tore up reality. I messed things up. Right, and so I think at that point in time, and we're not sure exactly all how this is all going to take place, but it sounds like... You know, you're going to have, you know, the two main stars of the show are supposed to be Wanda and Vision. And then also we're going to have a reappearance of the Darcy character who was played by Kat Dennings from Why? the first two Thor movies. I don't need her. And then you're also going to have... Um, the FBI dude from, from Ant-Man and the Wasp? Or yeah, Ant-Man? Yeah, the guy who was really just like just caught off guard by how cool magic is all of a sudden in his 30s or his 40s or however old he's, he was. He's like a very comic relief character. Yeah. Um, weird choice. Weird choice, but I'm not mad about the choice. He's funny. He was kind of funny. Yeah. He, he was just really into magic, yeah. <laughs> but also, um, I do like the actress they brought in to play the adult version of Monica Rambeau. Oh, do you know her for something else? I feel like I do. I just, I'm, I'm spacing it right now, but I definitely recognize her. Gotcha. And... She is a good actress, and we last saw Monica Rambeau uh, as a child in Captain Marvel. Oh, yes, I guess she would be an adult in present day. Man, this stuff's so hard to keep track of. What's she been doing? Yeah. Where's she been? No, seriously, though. Why is she just popping out of nowhere all of a sudden? But I think they're going to answer all those questions. They they better, man. They better. So here, okay, how about this, um, before we do our ratings... Random prediction you have from what's going to happen in the series that you could not have pulled from anywhere. Just random ass prediction. Um, random prediction that I could not have pulled from anywhere is that she is going to affect reality. She's going to warp reality to the point where she's actually going to find a way to bring vision back to life. How could you not have predicted that from anywhere? He's in the, he's, he's in the cast. Well, that's not... You mean he's going to bring back to life for real, for real? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. My uh, random prediction is that there is going to be a very awkward lovemaking scene in which uh, she's making love to Vision and then she uh, she gets really upset because she realizes it's not real. Because she's, like, 
creating all of those realities herself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry to bring it to that place, guys. Oh, okay. Hey, we hardly seen them kiss. This is true. There's gotta be like a little there's got they gotta broaden and deepen the connection, am I right? Sex scene. Vision, Wanda, sex scene. Totally what we're here for. That's what that's what I'm here for, baby. Okay. Well what is your interest level for titties. WandaVision? Uh Disney Plus, titties for all. Um, my interest level is like, I don't know, it's confusing. Maybe it'll be better once I see an actual, like, trailer for it, but I'll, I'll give it like a five for now. I'm giving this totally like an eight and a half. Really? I guess it does multiverse introduction and yeah, I'll give yeah. the second half of an eight and a half. I don't know if I'm that interested in sitcom world. Bandwagon jumper. You just giving it eight and a half because I gave it. Eight I'm and not getting. No, I'm gonna give it like a six because you said that. Bandwagon I, jumper. I'm, I'm just a jumper, okay? Yeah. No bandwagon. I'm involved. totally excited for this. They're going to. First of all, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I think that she's a great actress. I love Paul Bettany. I think he's a good actor. I feel like this show has great potential. The story, like, idea itself about someone who's just so crazy powerful, they can, like, actually warp reality to the point where, like, the most powerful sorcerer in the world has to show up just to keep you from destroying everything, which is directly tie into a movie called The Multiverse of Madness. Are you kidding me? You know what? I lied. I am at a nine. Okay, I am All right, well, now you're really selling me on it. I'm, like, super excited for this. This is going to be crazy. I'm just, I'm excited for this. This is actually, this is, like, I would say of the the four things that we reviewed so far today, I, you know, obviously from my numbers, you know, don't have to say this, but I am the most excited by this by far. That's fair. I think this one, I think I may be more excited for The Eternals just because I know it's going to be the movie, so it'll probably have a better budget and a lot more cool, like, action scenes, etc., but I, I would say this is the one I'm second most excited for. And then probably, I don't remember what my numbers were, but I guess then Black Widow and then um, Falcon Boy meets Bucky Boy. Yes. Yeah, that's like the one I'm least interested in. I just never really, I don't know, I never got that into either of their characters. I, I'm the one person in history that's not like obsessed drooling over Bucky. Like everyone wants to just... Sebastian Stan, the actor. Yeah, everyone, like, is in love with him. Even you are in love with him. I'm not in love with him. I just think he's cool. Hey, guys. So just coming at you real quick here during the break. And just wanted to let you know what you can expect from next week's episode. So next week, I'm in charge. I've got the reins. I'm leading the chariot. We're running a rock across like cobblestones and it's really bouncy and we've got Greek robes on and I'm right there whipping those horses. No, no, I don't whip horses. I'm taking the reins. Um, <laughs> Gently asking the horses to please yes, help us. I'm giving the little, you know, that sound that the horses and cats both probably love. Yes. Yeah. So I'll be taking the reins and in along. And um, what are we going to be doing? We are going to be reviewing the one, the only, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now this is really interesting because Sokka here has never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show, obviously. I have not, but I am interested in finding out more about it, you know, as we go down this new journey, this non-RuPaul journey, you know, the journey we were on last season, this brand new journey. I have no idea what to expect, but you're going to hear all about everything that I think. And it'll be a nice transition because we won't be getting too crazy. We'll still be 
keeping a little RuPaul in it by having a sweet transvestite on screen. So you won't have to worry too much. It won't be too alarming. There will still be a little uh, gender bending going on. Familiarity. Yeah, a familiar topic. Yes. <laughs> so make sure you tune in to think, see what Mr. Sokka here has to say about the infamous Rocky Horror Picture Show and the beautiful Tim Curry. Next week. Alrighty, folks, that is our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine, and of course, you can always find me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. And my lovely co-host Sokka here. Where can we find you? You can find me on the Ask Why Not page. That is Ask underscore Why underscore Not on Instagram. Come check us out. We don't post anything special, but you'll love it anyway. I have everything special. I'm more special than Special K. I'm Special J. Boom. Suck it. My new logo slash motto slash title of me. Anyways, you can also follow us on Instagram at our uh, mutual Instagram account where we both have the passwords, which is at flip it and reverse it. So you'll never know who you're talking to on there. Ooh, Ooh spooky. But the most um, important thing in the world is uh, please subscribe to us because we love so important. when you guys come back and listen to the next episode. Yeah, you got to keep posted. You got to get that blip on your phone. Don't you love getting a blip? It's like getting a message from me. You yeah. love it. And after you get that blip, please go rate us, review us, give us five stars. We don't accept four star ratings because... Four star ratings are for your mom's handbag what's in there it's everything gets lost you've never found anything in there yeah uh we don't like four stars keep them to yourself yeah toss them in the trash yeah uh yeah and also next week uh we will be talking about rocky horror so make sure that you subscribe so that you can get uh that little uh blip yep and our final thought of the day my final thought of the day is I am currently watching The Mandalorian. I'm a little bit late to the party, but I wanted to wait till it was all out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sorry about it. Seven-day free trial, baby. Yeah, so I'm on episode four right now, and this was the first episode that I, like, legitimately liked. So I am cautiously optimistic, but I am hoping that the rest of these Disney Plus shows are better than The Mandalorian, because so far I'm just not that impressed. Ouch! Disney Plus just cried one single golden tear out of its golden monopoly eyes. Yes, it did. <laughs> so what is your final thought of the day? Uh, my final thought of the day is this baby belly need a burger in it. Pronto. And I'm really hungry. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, it's time for us to get something to eat. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Bye.